G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Hunter here with Proteus Alex. We are back. I'm no longer sick. Alex, how are you, mate? I'm good, man. Also, just my work schedule's been shit. <laughs> and when you're free, I'm not, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to talk about some wrestling again. It's been a minute. It's been a while since I could look back in me now. Remember that song from the 90s? Oh, good shit. <laughs> I haven't thought about that song in a minute. Jesus. Alex is already regretting the decision to agree to podcast today. <laughs> uh, a little bit. No, nah, I'm also regretting... Um, right, right now, I'm regretting that tomorrow I am helping friend of the show, Ryan, the Rutherglen 2's coach by playing a game of footy tomorrow when I'm horribly unfit and I'm probably going to hurt myself. So that'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Let's just hope Madonga Saints just destroy us and the ball never gets to the forward line. So I'll be right. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're a sneaky forward. Yeah. Like a few out of the pocket. So I yeah. hope. Yeah, yeah. Don't know about that decision, but that's all right. We'll um, we'll get by. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. interesting. Uh, as I said to Ryan, um, uh, I- I'll go hard at the ball if it's within a ten meter radius of me. <laughs> oh, okay. Ten meter radius. That's about it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Man, we haven't talked since uh, Blood and Guts, as I'm looking here, so. Jesus. Missed a, missed a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, SummerSlam happened. Eh. <laughs> G1 finals? Uh, I mean, I get the story they're going to do, so it makes sense. Okay. Um, I suppose uh, anything else you want to touch on, or should we talk a bit of uh, wrestling in general? Well, I mean, at the moment, I am up to um, the build-up to SummerSlam 2001. <laughs> wow. Oh, you're going through the invasion storyline. You poor bastard. Um, yes, I am going through the invasion storyline. So was is it 22 years on? Is it still as bad as everyone remembers? Nah, there, there, there's some bright spots. It's just, uh, well, fucking immediately burying DDP just isn't fun. Um, <laughs> there, there's, there's bright spots, but I just know what's to come. Where all of a sudden the alliance is Kurt Angle and Steve Austin. <laughs> I know that that's on its way, and I hate that. I think the biggest fucking disappointment of the whole thing is Steve Austin as a heel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's just <laughs> shit house. Because, like, yeah, I've watched WrestleMania 17, and the night after WrestleMania 17, The Rock gets taken out. He doesn't return until where I'm up to now, so that's about four months. Um, you, you've turned Austin heel. You've got him aligned with Triple H. Triple H gets injured. 
You've got no top baby faces. Who's the top baby face for the WWF then? Well, in Austin, theory, Austin was feuding with um, Taker and Kane for a bit, but that just didn't work because Austin and Taker never had good matches. Never. Um, <laughs> you would have thought they would have both been from Texas. I'm surprised oh, that was never a WrestleMania Texas match. Thank God it wasn't because here's a hot take. American Badass Undertaker is the most overrated piece of shit ever. Yes. It is so bad. It's like, okay, why everyone loves it is because motorcycle entrance, cool as fuck. Limp Bizkit, cool as fuck. But his promos are like, uh, fucking just pretend I'm chewing tobacco. He's in my yard. I'm the big dog in the yard. And when you're in my yard, spits tobacco really obnoxiously. I'll make you famous. That's all of his fucking promos. It's so shit. And like, for some reason, his wrestling is shit ass too. Does the tobacco, when he spits it, like, makes that little ding noise? <laughs> oh, probably. I don't know. I tend to ignore his promos as much as I can. Uh, um, his wrestling is shit house. And then they move on from the Taker and Austin and Kane and Austin stuff. And then it's like, all right, so now they're doing like this thing where Austin's feuding with Jericho and Benoit simultaneously because Benoit and Jericho were a tag team and they beat uh, Trips and Austin for the tag titles. Yeah, yeah. And then Trips gets injured, but Benoit then gets injured and Jericho is, it's crazy to say, his, like the Marty Jannetty in that tag team at that time. Benoit was so fucking over and Jericho was just kind of comedy relief for Benoit. Yeah, he was at that time. (laughs) Yeah. Like Benoit was so fucking over. And I feel like they were actually building up to him winning the WCW title. If he didn't get injured, which is crazy. Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah, because they, because now Heyman's on commentary, by the way, and Heyman like kept talking about every time Benoit was in a match, even before the invasion happened, it was um, Chris Benoit, the only man to have never have been defeated for the WCW title, because when he left WCW, he was the champ. What about Sid? Sid got stripped of the title. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it uh, was something along the lines of never been defeated or gave up the WCW title or whatever, but the rightful heir to the WCW title. They kept talking about it. And it was like, oh, fuck, they were going to put the belt on Benoit if he didn't get injured. Mind you, it was the WCW title, but... 
they could have pulled the trigger on Chris Benoit as world champ in 2001 if he didn't get injured, and it would have made sense. Um, also, other, the um, other, yeah, go brought on. up on on commentary about Heyman talking about long title reigns. Oh, talking about Bru- Bruno Sammartino's um, title reign. Oh, yeah, the, he only held the title for so blo- so long because he defended the title once every two months or something like that. And it's just really funny because nowadays he talks about how amazing Bruno's title reign is because he has to because Roman Reigns is trying to break it. <laughs> But yeah. it, it's just really funny revisionist history and all that. Because in 2001, uh, Heyman's just completely like spitting all over Bruno's title reign. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's the uh, 25th anniversary of Bell Venus and uh, Mr. Yamaguchi, son. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, what else? Oh, Perry Satin and Moppy. That's a thing right now where I'm up to. Um, doesn't age well. Be- like, the the jokes are funny. <laughs> the fucking stupid shit he says is hilarious. But in essence, the gimmick is he keeps getting concussions and he's going stupid. Is That, that is the gimmick. <laughs> Is Perry Saturn still with us? Yes. Okay. Was he part of the concussion lawsuit a few years back? Nah. Nah, I don't okay. think he was. But still, it's just, like, really just tough because it's like, yeah, yeah, oh, no, he keeps getting hit in the head. Oh, now he's going to keep being dumb. And it's like, oh, no. They're doing a gimmick where a member of the Radicals who has a submission hold as a finisher keeps getting concussions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but fuck me, there's this one segment where the alliance has happened, Paul Heyman is backstage, and he gives Perry Satin the most amazing motivational speech to try and get Satin a joy join up with the Alliance, come back to ECW. This speech goes for like a minute. And then yeah. Perry and then Paul Heyman's like, oh, so what do you reckon, Perry? You're going to come back home. And Perry Sadden just looks at Paul Heyman and goes, Snossages, you're welcome. And just walks off. Oh, uh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on then from your time warp? Oh, man, uh, the, there's a lot going on. Uh, Edge is the king of the ring. Christian, uh, this kind of fits with what's going on at the moment. Christian's just walking around carrying the king of the ring trophy, acting like he's the king of the ring winner. I love how he's he's like one of the only king of the ring winners not to keep the crown. He has his Stanley Cup trophy. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And like back in the day, I didn't get it. Like, I yep. didn't get that it was meant to be the Stanley Cup because I just didn't understand that shit. But nowadays, like, I get it a lot more and it's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, like, and they're pseudo, like, they're pseudo turning edge baby face while Christian's still kind of staying heel. Um, 
Oh, Eddie Guerrero's been fired by the company at this point. <laughs> this is where legit? he... Yeah, legit. Uh, this is where he went off the rails on substances, um, which is really annoying because they were doing a storyline with e- Eddie, like, trying to win over Lita. And I feel like they were actually going to go to a later heel turn on the Hardys. Is this the point where, whilst Eddie's away, he wrestles in Ring of Honor? Yeah, so I think like a year later, he'll wrestle in Ring of Honor and then he'll come back to the WWE just in time for that brand split. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who who was his big match in Ring of Honor against? Uh, There was a match with... There was a match with Eddie, Ray, and Punk, I remember. I think Eddie had a couple of matches against Punk. Oh. I don't think it was Ring of Honor. It might have been IWA. But I know that Punk has wrestled Eddie a few times during Eddie's uh, time away from the Fed. Um, (coughs) Other things going on. Shit. Um, Fuck. Like, there's so much happening. Um, it's just really hilarious. Like, s- some of the Austin Hill stuff, the comedy stuff, is really good. The um, stuff they always highlight him and Kurt backstage together. Yeah, but there's, like, other shit, too, where, like... Do you remember Deborah and her cookies? Yes. Like she would make cookies and they would just be really shit and everyone would pretend to like like them because they're scared of Stone Cold. Yeah. And they'd eat it and then he'd be like, oh, I wouldn't eat that. It tastes like crap. <laughs> um, just some of that stuff. And then they did like a whole segment in Ring where Deborah just comes out on SmackDown and says, like, Who wants to try my cookies? Who wants to try my cookies? And they literally just spend five minutes filming her just walking around the barricade handing out cookies to fans. And that was the segment. <laughs> Five stars in the observant <laughs> and, and the whole gimmick is that the cookies are meant to taste like shit, but everyone in the crowd's eating them. They're like, oh, they're really good. <laughs> yeah, but then you also say everyone was doing that because I was scared of Stone Cold. I guess Stone Cold might have been threatening the entire audience. Um, he is a heel. <laughs> he is a heel. Ah, oh, shit. Um, yeah, there's just... There's that one episode of Raw, though, that Stone... Like, on SmackDown, Vince asked for Stone Cold to bring back the old Stone Cold before their 5-on-5 uh, five five match at Invasion. And I need the old Stone Cold. I need the old Stone Cold. And there's this one episode of Raw where Stone Cold's just depressed and he's just drinking at a bar the entire time. And his yeah, just and Vince asks him to come back and help, and Stone Cold says nothing. And then there's um they do like backstage like these big motivational speeches like Shane and Steph hype up the alliance before the invasion pay-per-view and then they wheel in Freddie Blassie to hype up all the WWF locker room 
And he gets up out of his wheelchair and he's like, stand up and fight for the WWF. And it was fucking awesome. And then they cut to Stone Cold, like watching that happen from the bar. And he just cracks the shits and he just gets in his pickup truck, drives to the arena, beats up like 40 members of the alliance before he even gets to the ring. (laughs) And then gets it. And then his music hits, and it's the fucking craziest pop of all time. And then he just hits stunners on everyone. And then a few days later, he turns on the WWF and joins the Alliance. Logical! Um, Russo. Yeah, it's Russo without Russo. Was Russo ever rehired by the WWF? Because we know TNA rehired him. Yeah, there was a point in O2 where they rehired Russo and he was gone within a week. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So it was it would have been around the brand split time because they had like a heavy focus on like we want SmackDown and Raw to have completely different writers so it feels like different show and all that sort of shit. Which they still try to do that every few years. They're like, all right, this time it's going to feel different. I swear. This time where it didn't even last for a week this year. No. Remember that time that they hired fucking Eric Bischoff to write SmackDown and they hired Heyman? Uh, what was it? Heyman for Raw? Heyman yep. for Raw stuck around for a while, but Bischoff was like a week. Yeah, I was thinking it was, what, maybe a month at the most? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it... What's his... Um, yeah, because it was like... Uh, what's his t- uh, his podcast called? 87 Weeks or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like exactly 87 days or some shit that he was hired. <laughs> like, it was something like that. And I it just makes me think like... Oh, this was just a petty thing. They just hired him just so they could fire him. (laughs) To keep him away from AEW. Yeah, well, that's a lot of those highs because that was 2019. (laughs) I'm just having a look now at uh, Bischoff's break appearances. 2019, executive director of SmackDown. So that's announced in June. Uh, by Probably. October 15th of the same year, 2019, he was replaced with Brother Love. Yeah, another um, Con- Conrad podcast. Now um, Conrad Friends, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so if you do the math in your head, that's pretty close to 87 days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. Should we get into some actual events here? Because we're not going to go through everything. No, no. Like, I can't be fucked talking about um, Taker and Kane versus DDP and Canyon in a steel cage at SummerSlam 01. So let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about good stuff, not two of my favourite wrestlers getting slaughtered by people because chewing tobacco is cool. <laughs> oh. Or Canyon. Poor Canyon. Oh, he's so funny, too. He's so oh. good. As the Alliance MVP thing that he was doing for, like, a few weeks, all because he, like, um, got the pinfall in a six-man tag. <laughs> who 
wins the immunity battle royal? Oh, well, that was Alliance member Test. Oh, it's Test. I was thinking it's not Taz. No. Okay. I know my- yeah, but because, you know, when you think it... Oh, God. When you think of WCW and ECW, you think of Test. Yes. Um, did you happen to catch Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor July 21st? Fuck me. Uh, probably. Okay. <laughs> That's a minute ago. Which one was that? That was Claudio Pack, right? Yeah, headlined by Claudio and Pack. Um, I'll be honest here. I did not catch it because... I, I caught the main event. That was it. Ring of Honor has just not been compelling. The TV being two hours is not good. And this all just seemed... Tony Khan going, hey, week of the show, everything's just going to be either announced on AEW or Ring of Honor TV this week. Yep. So it's the uh, the first Ring of Honor pay-per-view under the Tony Khan ownership group that I've not brought. Uh, of note here, uh, there is a crap load here, including four pre-show matches. Um, just of note here, Joe retains the world title against Dalton Castle via submission. Yeah. Uh, the Ring of Honor World Tag Champs, the Lucha Bros, in a match against the Kingdom and the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, lose to Aussie Open, Carl Fletcher and Mark Davis in a four-way match. So uh, Fletcher and Davis picking up some Ring of Honor silver there. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about their match they're having on the all-in pre-show in a bit but yeah i i kind of want to say him drop the belt so i'm all in are they bringing oh, that song God. back i haven't heard it once yet so that's a good sign <laughs> <laughs> after that live performance i didn't invite him back yeah actually yeah that's a good point too uh <laughs> uh our downstate just Completely jump ship to WWE with Cody, though. Didn't Cody say in an interview part of him coming back was he gets to keep the song? I literally watched a YouTube shorts about that, like, last night. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he really wanted that song, and there was, like, another version of the song the WWE had made up, and he said no. And I really want to hear that version of that song. Oh, it's it's on the uh, the B side of the Cody documentary. <laughs> yes, the DVD extras. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope WWE is like, oh, you're you're Dusty's son, so so uh, cowbell, ding <laughs> ding ding ding, <laughs> American nightmare, and then it goes into um, Kingdom by Downstate. <laughs> That's the version WWE made. <laughs> I'd pay for that. Uh, okay. uh, I'd love it. We had uh, Ring of Honor six-man tag champs, uh, Mogul Embassy, retaining against the team of Leon Ruffin, Master Watto, and Ryusuke Taguchi. We had Katsuyori Shibata retain in a pure rules match against Daniel Garcia. I mean, this version of Garcia needs something yep uh 
Dark Order win a fight without honor that I'm sure about three people actually gave a shit about. Yeah. Like, if the Dark Order was more protected and people weren't leaving and coming back all the time, I think people would care more. Yeah. Uh, Co-main event, Claudio Casanoli defeating Puck. And your main event, by all reports, a really good match. Athena defeating Willow in 20 minutes to retain the women's Ring of Honor championship. Yeah, awesome. Uh, anything you want to add for this uh, particular I'll be honest, this was such a long time ago, I struggle to remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it has been a been a hot minute since then. Uh, we'll jump over to NXT, the Great American Bash. Speaking nah. of Dusty. <laughs> not a fucking chance. I did not watch this. I'm just okay. prefacing that straight away. So, I saw clips of Gable Stevenson. Just to see, <laughs> to see what he was like. And I'm, it was fine, I guess, but the crowd didn't care. I'm pretty sure if this was in the UK, the fans would have been chanting, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Because Baron Corbin is the most over person in developmental, judging by that match. It's really funny. Like, I, I saw, like, clips from developmental, from quote-unquote developmental NXT this week. On Twitter. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's another thing that's changed since we last recorded. What? I, I saw on not Twitter, X, that, um, because it's now X, I guess. I don't fucking know. Do we still call it Twitter or is the logo just an X? Apparently they're rebranding the whole thing to X, but sure. No, you say Twitter and everyone X. knows what you mean. Yeah, it's just fucking weird. Anyway. Um, yeah, so go give us an X over on X. Be sure to X the X that we put out. And, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. we'll uh, read out your X on the uh, podcast. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> are they tweets still or are they Xs? They're, they're posts and they're reposts instead of retweets and they're quotes instead of quote tweets. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, I saw, like... Oh, fucking Mustafa Ali and, like, Dijak and fucking Baron Corbin are all in NXT. And it's like, why are these fuckers in developmental? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on with NXT? Like, Ali is in NXT, feuding for the North American title. Dijak is in that mix. Fucking... Baron Corbin's there. He was in fucking NXT literally 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Baron Corbin, his good, close personal friend, uh, Lacey Evans, gone. Oh, man. Uh, I'm so sad Lacey Evans is gone. Really? I, oh, man. If only she just had, like, her 38th repackage, she would have <laughs> finally have gotten over. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, who gives a shit? Take your fucking anti-vaxxing fucking autism is a fucking fake thing given, fed to you by media bullshit away from my television. Fuck off, Lacey Evans, you idiot. Oh, so she's <laughs> going to end up in the NWA, okay. Yeah, she, yeah, well, now that Control Your Narrative is not a thing anymore, she's going to go to the NWA 
Uh, she's gonna she's gonna be like the female heavy for Tyrus, and yeah, fucking fantastic because Tyrus will be all like, "I'm on Fox News. Here's our fucking military veteran." Uh, and out, out comes Sergeant Lacey Slaughter, and she does her shitty Sergeant Slaughter routine, which, by the way, I th- found it so funny a few weeks ago. I saw, like, Sergeant Slaughter commented on Lacey Evans, like, doing basically his gimmick. Yeah. And he's like, she shouldn't be wearing such low-cut stuff like that. She should be keeping her entire torso covered because that's what they would have wanted in the military and it's like sergeant slaughter you realize you were actually never in the army (laughs) shut up (laughs) (laughs) what else did i have noted here um oh yeah wesley caught on smackdown the uh night before the uh pay-per-view smiling politely at dirty dom holding his former championship yeah, yeah, S- sitting next to his brother. Oh, so fucking sick. Yeah. Oh, oh, I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was well sitting next done, to Dragon, <laughs> Dragon Lee and Wesley. <laughs> wow, how did I not realise that before? Um, also, Dominic and Rhea in developmental just going... Oh, it's like Sin Cara or something to the luchadors down there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fuck it. Um, I, I don't have an issue with Dom holding that title. To be honest, I think it's going to elevate that title. And I also think he's going to be the last NXT North American champion when he unifies uh, the U.S. title with the North American title because uh, who's the U.S. champ right now? Booyaka? Yeah. yeah. Just saying. Um, yeah, other than that, not really much else to report in uh, developmental there. Uh, Summer Slam from the Motor City featuring no machine guns. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully. Oh. Okay. Um. Wagon Paul versus Ricochet. Really fucking good. I agree. Good match. Wagon Paul getting the win. Um. Quickly. Uh. Straight after SummerSlam, I've via nefarious means decided to watch Jake Paul versus uh, Nate Diaz. And. Good. Which was in uh, Dallas, oh. and and after the fight that Jake Paul won, um, Logan Paul's in the ring, still in his wrestling gear from SummerSlam. <laughs> That's what happens when you have that YouTube money. Yeah, you he fucking the jet. <laughs> so apparently, yeah, he just straight after the match j- sprinted out of the arena, got on a private jet. Went to watch his brother fight. I, I respect that. Um, so both Paul brothers having a win? Both Paul brothers had a win on the same night, and that was their big headline, I guess. Um, oh, damn, I should have put money on it with sports bet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say this Logan Paul feud has done a lot for Ricochet. 
<laughs> you think it'd be the other way around, but it's like, oh yeah, Ricochet, you're a thing. Oh, wait, you're not dating Casey Kanzara, you're dating this ring girl? Okay. Yeah, no, nah, they broke up ages ago. First time I heard about it was out of Logan's <laughs> mouth, so uh okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's like engaged to this other chick now. Um the funny thing is Logan Paul's now announced a fight. Uh, on KSI's next boxing card. So it's like KSI versus Tommy Fury, uh, Tyson Fury's younger brother. And then on the undercard, well, the semi-main event is Logan Paul versus this guy, Dylan Dennis, who's like an MMA fighter that's like besties with Conor McGregor. Anyway. That already sounds interesting. uh, Yeah, it's going to be a fucking awesome card. But... Um, I found it funny that in the quote-unquote fake wrestling world, the entire build-up to the Ricochet-Logan Paul thing was Logan Paul, like, talking trash about Ricochet's fiance. Yeah. But then in this real fight thing with Dylan Dennis, all Dylan Dennis has been posting on Twitter is uh, pictures of Logan Paul's fiance making out with other men before she got with Logan. <laughs> and it's been a lot of men, too. Oh. Whatevs. Whatevs. That's fine. But <laughs> Logan Paul, like, threatened to pull out of the fight because you can't be talking about my fiance like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just find it funny because, like, yeah, I know, wrestling is scripted, but <laughs> you were literally portrayed on TV for trying to hype up a wrestling match by talking trash about someone's fiancé. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so this Dennis guy has a 2-0 record in MMA and yeah. a 5-4 record in submission grappling events. Yeah, so... Uh, what does that tell you about him as a boxer? <laughs> Fucking <Cool>. nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dylan Dennis said, I'm going to knock him out and then I'm going to put a chokehold on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's um, like, I- I'm going to put a chokehold on Logan Paul in this fight. <laughs> yeah, why not? He yeah, probably fuck hasn't it. coming to him. Yeah, fuck it. Um, uh, yeah, so that, that card's going to be nuts. I'm pretty excited for it. Fury versus KSI. If KSI beats Tommy Fury, who just beat Jake Paul a few months back, KSI better than Jake Paul, yeah. Have those two had a bout? No, no. It's going to happen at some point, and it's probably going to be the biggest fucking boxing fight in years. Why is a special guest referee? Well, KSI has a brother that boxes. Oh, he does too. Okay, well, there's <laughs> Logan's undercard match. Yeah, because uh, KSI beat uh, KSI versus Logan Paul won originally their first fight when they were enemies. Now they're business partners. On the undercard, it was Jake Paul versus Deji, KSI's younger brother. Jake Paul beat him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, yeah. Boxing's more interesting than wrestling at the minute. Um, what else Second, happened on SummerSlam? Cody versus Brock Lesnar in their third singles match. I thought what, it was a good match. I thought it was a fine match, but this feud has been boring as all hell. 
Yeah, yeah, it's been dead. Completely um, dead. And then after this was the Macho Man Memorial Slim Jim Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, no, this was the, oh, shit, we didn't book anything for LA Night, here you go. Yeah, I pretty much just went, as soon as this match started, I just went on YouTube and started watching old Macho Man Slim Jim ads and yeah. then came back and then was like, oh, LA Night one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, I mean... <laughs> fucking hell. Um, I, I I would love it if LA Knight just, yeah, becomes the poster boy for Slim Jim, and this is what that was all about. I wouldn't hate that. Um, yeah. So we are SummerSlam. We're about six months-ish to WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. Um. Why does it feel like LA Knight is in a better position right now to dethrone Roman than Cody? Uh, because he is, and he's probably the right choice, and that's Cody Mark number one over here saying that. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he's... Here's, here's another thing. I think LA Knight's actually winning the Rumble. I don't think he's challenging Roman. He'll go after Seth's title or whoever's got it by then. Yeah, yeah. He's going to go after Gunther's world heavyweight title. For the love of God, let it be Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair call. Um, we'll get uh, I just, some... Imagine how good that belt would look on Gunther. Fucking hell. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Fourth match of the night, an MMA rules match in a ring. <laughs> this is not a fight pit like we saw Matt Riddle have in NXT. This is not yeah, the last yeah. den that Ken Shamrock made famous on <sighs> in the 90s in our Judy era. And hey, hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what fucking pay-per-view the first ever Lions Den match happened on? SummerSlam? SummerSlam 98. Fucking should have been a Lions Den for fuck's sake. Should have this, been a should have been a fight pit. <laughs> yes, one of these two stipulations. I was thinking, okay, they're going to do that. No, it's just sort of MMA rules in the ring, but they can slide out of the ring and take breaks whenever they feel like it. Yeah, this it match was so shit. <laughs> this match sucked balls. The crowd chanted when Shayna won. The crowd chanted the next night after Ronda had said she's basically done thanking yeah. Shayna. Yeah. Uh, this this didn't go how they wanted it to go with the crowd, and this match sucked. I, uh, I, I still don't know who the face and who the heel was, honestly. Yeah. Because Shayna turned on Ronda, so you assume Shayna's the heel. But Shader never got a negative crowd reaction. Shades and, of grey, my friend. And if Shader's a babyface, I honestly think, like, yes, yes, this feud fucking sucked ass and her <laughs> match with Ronda was shit. Shader's mm -hmm. a pretty good candidate to beat Ripley. Like, she's still good. Trust me, Shader's still good in the ring. She just had a fucking piece of shit to work with at SummerSlam. <laughs> She's never held a singles title on the main roster. 
And does it not feel like this subtly building Shayna up underneath everything? Yes, finally, mm. hopefully, because it seems like she gets her push around the rumble every year, and then it's just like, okay, that's enough for could, you. Could this be the year she actually wins the? Uh, could next year be the year she actually wins the rumble? Okay, have her win the rumble, and then what? Go after Rhea. Rhea. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate that. And and people are going to say, oh, they're on opposite brands. Shut the hell up. Dominic's down in NXT and he headlined They're every... not, though. They're both on Raw, aren't they? Shayna's on SmackDown. But Shayna was on Raw the night after SummerSlam. That's my whole point. The brand <laughs> split doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Okay, uh, following that, Gunther defeats Drew McIntyre to retain the IC title. And uh, as of today, he's surpassed Pedro Morales, who was second overall for longest IC reign. Is I there thought... any way we can get Honky Tonk Man to show up on Raw and just cop one chop from Gunther? What, Gunther puts out an open challenge and Honky Tonk answers? <laughs> yeah. And all it is is just one chop. Honky Tonk Man drops to his knees, falls down, Gunther pins him with his foot on his chest. That's yeah. all he has to do. I wouldn't hate that. Uh, yeah. I'm just having I think a it'd look. be funny. Look now how um, close he is to Honky. Uh, how long was Honky's reign? Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head. Okay, here we say. are. 553. Gunther's on day. Oh, sorry. 453. Gunther is on 434. About oh, two fuck. weeks. Two to Gun- three weeks. Gunther's on the CM Punk number. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, we I can talk rem- about Punk shortly. I only remember the Punk number because of that Facebook page that named themselves the 434. <laughs> yeah, and then they tried to splinter off to have a Japan number. It was like 710. Because that was um, Okada's longest reign. How the hell do I remember this stuff? Anyhow, Gunther. Oh, there, there's a page that has like, uh, it's like a hundred, the one seven something or something like that, because that's how long Jinder Hall's title reign was. <laughs> <laughs> Still, Jinder Mahal, one of the best champions of the modern era. <laughs> I mean, they were worse. Jinder defended it more than Roman has this year. And uh, you're not going to get me to say that Braun Strowman had a better fucking title reign than Jinder Mahal. Did Bray Wyatt ever have a good title reign? No. And to be honest, that title reign that Seth had, that Seth beat Brock for in like 2019, that wasn't a good title reign. Like, most of it was that shitty feud with The Fiend, then other parts of it were just a shitty feud where he teamed up with Becky Lynch, taking on, as previously mentioned, Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Yep. Uh, so, speaking about Seth's shitty reigns, this time he's defending the World Heavyweight title against Finn Balor for the second pay-per-view in a row. And Seth wins. Um... This might be getting close to Seth's best reign. 
you're not wrong, but I felt the repeat match here kind of sucked. And this is where the pay-per-view sort of began to drop off a cliff for me. Yeah, I don't think Seth and Finn have that good a chemistry. People were raving about this match. I didn't think it was that good. But... I thought their first one was better, if anything. Yeah, yeah. People were banging on a bit. People were banging on about this one. And I was like, eh, not even best match of the night. Honestly, I know I'm a little biased, but Brock and Cody was probably best match of the night. Uh, by the way, Brock um, showing respect to Cody. And <laughs> and that was apparently completely just unscripted. Brock just did that. Brock also randomly turning up at some country music festival and jumping oh. on stage and singing. Fucking loved that. Um, <laughs> if the rumours are true that Brock and Cody at SummerSlam was the end of Brock, I look forward to just retired Brock occasionally popping up at country music festivals. <laughs> There's an interview he did not that long ago with some news outlet, and he just said, i got a big fence around my property because I don't like people. I want to be left alone. Yeah, yeah. I, I just... I want to see him not on stage at a country music festival. I want to see him in amongst the masses. <laughs> but, uh, like, is there, like, a good things festival for country music? Uh, g- Guild Thangs, I guess. Um, probably over somewhere in Nashville, yes. Yeah, yeah. Is there a good Thangs festival? Yeah, I want to see him at that. By the way, I think I'm going to Good Things Festival this year. Okay. Who's headliner? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not that into him, but the headliner is Fallout Boy. Not my thing. I wasn't a pop punk boy. But WWE's favorite band, Ooh. Limp Bizkit. <laughs> oh, wow. You yeah. I, I, I kind of have to. They're such a sentimental band for my childhood. I kind of have to see him at some point. Yeah. Have Actually, speaking of sentimental bands of your childhood, have you ever gone and seen Chili Peppers live? I almost did the other year. Oh, when was it this year? But, yeah, shit just didn't work out schedule-wise. Yeah, oh, no, I haven't. Really? I haven't, but th- they'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll be back. When do I go see him, like... 10, 12 years ago, something like that. It was like one of the last big day outs. Uh, anyhow, as we... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Digress on this uh, terrible card here. Yeah. Uh, co-main event, Bianca Belair versus Charlotte versus women's champion... Oh, sorry. Women's undisputed champion, Asuka, going 20 fucking minutes. This sucked. Ah, uh, I I mean, yeah, yeah. And there's just one person in this match that has a his that has a habit of having really shitty matches this year. And I'm sorry, I'm not talking about Charlotte. I think Bianca's on the downslope. <laughs> yeah, it it didn't help that the two of them this time in this freeway. 
were not having a good match. I don't know if Bianca was having a bad night, if she was injured, if she had a case of Sasha Banks' boo-boo. Hey, I'm winning this match, but then EO's going to cash straight in afterwards. Here's the thing. Like, when was the last great Bianca match? Sasha? Sasha, you could argue the blow-off with Becky was pretty good at WrestleMania last year. That was pretty good. But, man, like, it's been a while. And I don't think, from the top of my head, I can't... Think of a memorable title defense match she had when she was champion for like a year. No. Wow. No, I can't. Yeah. So I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler because we know she's fucking athletic. She's a she's built like a fucking brick shit house. She's amazing of an athlete, but man, her matches have not been hitting for a while now. No, no, unfortunately. And I'll be honest, this pay-per-view has been, SummerSlam was a massive indictment on the women's division. Yeah, you have healthy Becky Lynch and healthy Trish Stratus. No, you're going to have your blow-off match on Raw. Yeah, and... Mind you, I saw the match they had on Raw, what was it, this week? The one that ended in the shitty DQ finish or whatever oh, it was? Yeah, don't get me started, yes. Yeah. I get it, they're building to a cage match, whatever. But, man, I don't think that match would have been better than Ronda and Shayna <laughs> on the card. Honestly, I because the, their chemistry wasn't that good, and we know... I don't know what's going on with women's divisions all across the board. I feel like the matches just aren't hitting anymore. Did you see a bunch of fans going, Rhea hasn't defended her title in 30 days. She should be stripped. This is a WWE rule. And I'm going, you fucking idiots. What about Roman? And you look on their profile and they're like, hail the tribal chief. I acknowledge you, Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same motherfucker that defended the title. WrestleMania, then SummerSlam. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. If, who is Rhea's opponent at the moment? Um, like, they're I'm build, just trying to they're think, building to Raquel. Would that have been a decent SummerSlam match? Probably. Okay. Oh, yeah, two bigger women, I suppose. Well, they've had, they had matches on NXT that weren't bad. That's also true. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this match going 21 minutes, roughly. Uh, Bianca wins. Out comes damage control. EO accompanied by Bailey. EO gets in the ring, cashes in, and uh, pins Bianca. One, two, three. New women's champion again. EO Sky. And a uh, nice little moment here after the cash-in. Dakota did you, jumps the guard. Did you rail. say new women? Oh, as in... The second time in a night we had a new Yeah, second time yeah. in the night. Uh, first, yeah. Bianca winning the triple threat, then EO winning. And a uh, nice little moment here, jumping the guardrails, Dakota. So uh, she's in the ring celebrating, even though she's reportedly out until around WrestleMania next year. Mm, yeah, she's... What is it, her knee? 
I think it is. Mm. Which isn't good because you already had one knee brace. Well, did you see the news that broke around the time this match was happening? No, because I watched this on delay. About a certain someone reciting, uh, coming back to the WWE? No. Kyrie. Oh, yes, from Stardom. Yeah, yeah. Kari leaving Stardom to return to WWE. I mean, the story kind of writes itself here. Um, you continue, you have a feud with EO and Oscar. Bailey keeps getting involved. Uh, do you remember yeah. Kari Sane's last match in WWE? Off the top of my head, I don't remember. It was um, the Kabuki Warriors, Oscar and uh, Kari versus the Boston Hug Connection, Sasha and Bailey. So then you bring in Kari to sort of even up the numbers and you split Kari and Bailey off on a feud. And that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's like they've done a trade. They send over Sasha Banks and they get Kari back. <laughs> yeah, but like, thankfully we got Kari and. And Mercedes as well. We had that happen outside of the WWE. So, yeah, it was a nice little trade. Um, yeah, I just think, oh, fuck, that, that'll be fun. And, man, the SmackDown women's division is just <laughs> the SmackDown Joshi division. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, give me a second here as I bring this up. Um I mean, you got EO and Asuka, but then the potential of bringing in Kari, and then you've got people that legitimately wrestle like a strong style Japanese style. And I'm going to get in a lot of trouble here for saying this, but Charlotte Flair wrestles King's Road. For sure. She wrestles King's Road, man. Um, You're not wrong. Yeah, no, she wrestles that King's Road style. Uh, so I'm just having a look here at some of the women. Um, no one really standing out who's allegedly rostered on Raw. Uh, SmackDown, Asuka, you mentioned, yes. Yep. Uh has like, like... done a bit of time in Japan, I believe. Yeah, and also think of the people that could easily uh, step in step into a Joshi's d- division, like a Zelina Vega could. Um, Shotzi. Shotzi, probably. Um, Bailey definitely could just step into one and rule it. Yeah. Charlotte could too. Um, when Charlotte... Oh, look, all credit to Charlotte, when she actually wants to bring it and have a big match, she can. But... Sometimes she doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, despite what they say, that happened with Sean a lot too. (laughs) I know what WWE talks about. WWE history says that Shawn Michaels had five-star matches every single time he wrestled, but that is simply just not true. Um... (laughs) Yeah, it's very similar, and I think there's a very similar mentality 
that similar top guy mentality with Charlotte. And I think it's a similar top guy mentality that Sam Punk has. That Sam oh, yeah, Punk we'll gets talk about punk Sam story. Sam Punk gets roasted for, but there's a lot of evidence out there that Charlotte does the same sort of shit. So um, within the same company, if Charlotte's gonna be your Sean, who's gonna be your Brett? You your Brett in theory would be Becky, right? Wow, okay, yes, yes. That is so <laughs> obvious I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Yeah. Very good, my man. Um, yeah. Should we talk about this main event and then, I guess, a brief injury update for WWE before we chat AEW? Ray is probably Diesel. <laughs> 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 no, actually, Ray is Razor. Raquel's Diesel. We've done this before. Yeah, because Raquel was big lady cool. <laughs> oh, that's right, because, yeah, Dakota was Sean. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, main event, your tribal combat for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship and recognition as tribal chief. Roman Reigns, the defending champ against Jey Uso. This going 36 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How do you feel? But, Too but, long? But Got quote enough? unquote, yeah, no, this is cinema. Ugh, fuck off. Fuck off with the this is cinema shit about anything the bloodlines involved. Hang on, in. hang on, hang on. I got time for you. This is cinema. This is cinema. Fucking, I just can't wait for Roman Reigns' new entrance music, Cinema by Skrillex. <laughs> just, oh, wow. <laughs> just him coming out to that. You are a cinema. I'm a big dog. And they bring back the Naomi flashing lights for Roman <laughs> while the beat drops. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I beat you and I beat your brother and I'm taking you, your sister-in-law's entrance lights. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I suppose he did beat him and his brother, but uh, shock horror at this uh, betrayal. So this reminds me a lot of Stone Cold. The old Stone Cold's back. Oh, no, he's joined the Lions now. <laughs> it's, it's very similar. There was no fucking logical reason for it. Oh, by the way, Stone Cold's explanation was Stone Cold Steve Austin does whatever the hell he wants. And if he wants to join the Lions, he'll join the Lions. Goddamn. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. So, so that's his bloody explanation. And okay, this Jimmy thing felt like this makes no fucking sense. The only reason this match is fucking happening is because Jimmy got beat up. <laughs> this is where the wheels fell off for me. As soon as I seen that super kick, I'm just like, don't be Jimmy, don't be Jimmy, don't be Jimmy, don't be Jimmy. Ah. Oh. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I was like... Bitch, mate, Jay. I was like... All along. I was just like... Tamatonga, 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 Tamatonga. What's Camacho uh, doing in the SummerSlam zone? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. Um, I... 
I was just like, if they're going to talk about this being cinema, we have now reached the post-Avengers Endgame phase of the Bloodline story. Where... You're saying this is Spider-Man 3 home. No, 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 that was good. That was good. Debatable. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it was fine. It was good. We are now... <laughs> Um, we are now at the point of fucking Doctor Strange 2. Um, at least you didn't say Ant Man, so I'll agree. Oh, Ant Man was. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, but like, we're now at the point where it's like we're keeping stories going, but there's it feels very directionless. Yeah, and that that's where we're at with MCU, and that's where it feels like we're at with the bloodline. We're just keeping stories going, and now we're kind of just like back to where we were to begin with. <laughs> yeah, it feels like oh, so he was doing this for his brother, but his brother all along was going to join with Roman after the last. Mum's pay-per-view. <laughs> but then on SmackDown, it's like, Jimmy's like, I didn't do this for you, Roman. I did this for my brother. For because... Solo. No, for Jay. Oh, because... fuck me. Because J... I didn't want Jay to get ruined by the power like you did. I didn't want him to become tribal chief and become evil like you are, Roman. And then Jay quits WWE. That's what happened on SmackDown. Jay's like, I'm done with the bloodline. I'm done with SmackDown. I'm done with WWE. I'm out. I and can't then they... wait to see him on Raw in a few weeks. <laughs> I, I can't wait for him to be one of the three mystery partners for the BCC at All In. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. I'm not just trying yeah. to get all the... WWE stuff out of the way first. <laughs> the, the Bloodline Combat Club. Um, okay, I'll put that on t shirt. Just let me note that down over here. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, Moxley being in a group called the Bloodline makes a lot of sense. <laughs> fucking Mox. He's uh, uh, like, oh, yeah, I left. What? Uh, I'm not sick of following around a. A shitty member of the shield. I'm following around another shitty member of the shield instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I wouldn't hate it. Um, how many beers for SummerSlam for you? I'll let you go first because you sound a lot more positive than me on this. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, then you're going to be surprised by this. Two and a half. Yeah, I went two. <laughs> Um, I, me, I, I really loved Brock and Cody. I thought it was really good. It was easily their best match. That's not a high bar, though. <laughs> um, but Jay and Roman didn't do it for me. Um, the women's match is kind of shit. Drew and Gunther was good, but... Yeah. But, you know, your expectations were that it was going to be good, so... I could have done with another five minutes of... Gunther. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would have liked a surprise in the Battle Royal or something, not just like, oh, Omos is back. Omos left. 
apparently that that's what did my head in. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, shit, he actually hasn't been seen since Brock Lesnar squashed him at Mania. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but um, also, I completely forgot Brock Lesnar squashed Omos at Mania. <laughs> so do I. Um, yeah, for me, too, uh, opener was good if you like your cruiserweight, high-fly type matches. Uh, Gunther and Drew was a good match. Uh, the Macho Man commercials I went back and watched were really entertaining. And yeah, yeah that's about it. Uh, Cody and Brock was fine, but this being their third singles match over yeah. like four months, it was just yeah. sort of met to me. Here's the other thing. I, I get what they're doing with the very minimalist stages for SummerSlam and yeah. most pay-per-views because they want the crowd to be the star or whatever the fuck their bullshit corporate answer is. In reality, it's just like, let's save a bit of money. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I miss big elaborate stages, eh? Yeah. I, I'm, like, especially because, like, I'm going back and I'm watching, like, 2001 WWF and, you know, I'm Backlash. Like I'm not I'm not just talking about WrestleMania's or stuff like that. Like WrestleMania stages have been fine. But like backlash, you got the big swinging bloody axes that they had or the big swinging hooks or whatever it was. Oh yeah, for backlash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then like uh King of the Ring was like a giant electric chair. Yeah. 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 And there's, like, cool shit like that. Like, Armageddon was literally just, like, like a fucking war zone. It was so cool looking. Yeah. I. I there's got to be a good in-between between, between yeah. no stage and giant LED wall. Yeah, I don't want giant LED wall. Remember the fucking WrestleMania 35 and the stage is just a giant LED wall. Everyone's like, oh, what's the stage going to be? And then they look at it and they just go, boo. Mm. Um, Remember okay. WrestleMania 2000 stage? It was like the 2000 equivalent of the WrestleMania 35 stage. Hang on. <laughs> Instead of like a giant LED wall, it was just like a giant like plasma wall. <laughs> Has that big box bit at the back. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you kept the graphic paused for too long on the screen, it'd burn into the screen. <laughs> Remember uh, that when flat screens were first a thing? Oh, yeah. If you left your bloody video game on the pause screen for too long, you'd see the pause screen for another 20 minutes whilst you're still playing the game. Uh, back in the good old days. Yeah, um, it used to be hell for Guitar Hero because the guitar neck was always still up there. <laughs> um, injuries in the WWE. There's a lot. A, yeah, there's been a couple. Um, just having a look over here at the champions. Uh, oh, yeah. Ray defeated uh, Austin Fury on SmackDown on the 11th of August, so he's now US champ. We did mention this just before you saying that um, Dom will probably uh, try to unify those titles, hence get his uh, big match with his father somewhere along the line. But uh, 
uh, Sonia Deville, knee injury. Chelsea Green yep. needed a new partner. Why didn't she just ring up Matt Cardona? Because we did that in Impact <laughs> with Eric Young. <laughs> um, I mean, Piper Niven's the new co-partner. Okay, that's fine. I, I don't hate it. It's a good use for her. How was it explained? Uh, Piper Niven bullied Chelsea Green into making her the champion with her. <laughs> it was actually pretty good. It was pretty uh, good. She's like, she just stares her down and she's like, okay, you can be my partner. <laughs> so I'm just having a look here through the injuries. I'll just go through them. Strowman's got a neck injury. Uh, Kevin Owens has a rib injury. Yep. Any word on what they're doing with the men's tag titles? <laughs> no. Sami Zayn's got a fucking giant lump on his elbow. Uh, what is it? Staph infection? Yeah, I remember John Cena had it like a few years back when he was doing the US Open Challenge. I remember him having it and he went away for a few months. Oh, okay. Um, so, fucking those tag titles. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. They just main-evented Mania this year. <laughs> yep. Uh, Liv's injured yet again. Another shoulder injury. Yep. Uh, Sonya Deville's got ACL injury. Alton Prince of Pretty Deadly has a separated shoulder. Um, that's all the main roster ones. Uh, Bray White still just says he's got uh, illness, Randy Orton's... Uh, yeah, back. Randy's... Yeah. R-Truth is his quadceps, and Big E's still got his neck injury. Did Big E put out a post saying that he probably won't ever wrestle again? That's... Yeah, I saw something about that. I want Big E to be a commentator so badly. Yeah, put him down in NXT instead of Booker. I'm saying fucking put him put him on SmackDown instead of Kevin Patrick, please. Oh, the commentator shake-up. SmackDown mm. used to be a fun show for me to watch. I cannot stand Kevin Patrick. This is why I usually watch Raw and Fast Forward or try to get through it as quick as I can. Yeah. I'm sure he's a nice enough guy. I'm yeah. sure he likes what he does. He, he was really good when he was a backstage interviewer. I yeah. thought he was really good as that. Um, sometimes, like, it just doesn't translate. Like, Renee Young is a fantastic, Renee Paquette, a fantastic backstage interviewer, but when she did commentary, it wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. it, it was okay when she did it in NXT, but when they did it on the main roster, it wasn't that great. Um, yeah. So, uh, sometimes, so what's the, uh, go on, go on. Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't translate. Like, in uh, early 2000s WWF, Michael Cole did a lot of backstage interviews on Raw. He was horrible at that. Yes. Um, and then you've got other people that can do both. Kevin Kelly was a fantastic backstage interviewer. And just as good, if not better, as a commentator. Agreed. Um, so what's the new Raw team? Uh, it's core. Uh, no, it's Wade Barrett and Michael Cole. 
which okay. is which is the best commentary team they have. Yeah, and then on main event, it's Byron and Wade <laughs> Barrett. What? That's still a show? Okay, cool. Yeah, you can watch it on <laughs> Foxtel WWE Network. Uh, and then what is it on SmackDown? It's Graves and Kevin Patrick and Cole. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Graves, Patrick, and Cole. Um, Graves and Cole have always had good chemistry. I have no issue with that. Yeah. Um, it's just weird that you've got like as, what is essentially two play-by-play guys and a color. Yeah, maybe uh like Cole's Cole. ca- Cole's kind of like a babyface color commentator. I guess that's the role they want him to be on SmackDown. And then maybe. Corey's full heel and then Kevin Patrick's your bland vanilla guy. But but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um I'd love to see Big E as a commentator or if they brought back like a GM commissioner role, he'd be fantastic in that. He could be very much so like the modern day commissioner Foley. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Um, uh, yeah. And don't bring back GMs ever bring back commissioners. Yes. All yeah. right. Um, Anything Commissioner else? Regal and Tajiri, by the way. That's what's going on where I'm up to. Regal and Tajiri is the thing. It's so fucking good. <laughs> Do you have anything else, WWE, or should we ch- touch over to um, a bit of New Japan and then AEW? I think it is time to talk about some AEW. Okay, so just quickly, did you catch the G1 final? No, I did not catch it. Um Honestly, I had no interest this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I was sort of hit and miss with the uh, Matildas World Cup going on. I was watching a lot more of that. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, England. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I hope it comes home and it stinks. Yeah, I hope it comes home to the Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. it's coming it's coming le home. <laughs> <laughs> Viva That's la French Russia. shit. <laughs> Uh, so, G1 final, Kazuchika Okada versus Tatsuya Naito, with Naito winning, receiving the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match at Wrestle Kingdom. He'll probably defend the briefcase a couple of times before then. Um, I mean, uh, 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 Naito feels like five years too late at this point, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, it really does. It'd be like WWE just going like, you know what? I think it's finally time that we pull the trigger on Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> what? Oh, just having Dolph win the Rumble? Because yeah. <laughs> let's be honest, this is what the equivalent of it is. So uh, in the quarterfinals, uh, Naito defeated Hikalelu. In the semifinal, he defeated Will Ospreay. On the other side of the bracket, in the quarterfinal, Okada defeated Zack Sabre Jr. In the semifinal, he defeated Evil. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels like freaking five years too late. Why not do this for Will? It's yeah, this, this should have been Will's division. year. Yeah. This should have been Will's year. So instead, Will went, fuck your US title. Here's a title you could be proud of, the UK title. 
Have you seen yeah. this? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, I mean, fair play to him. Um, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, what, whatever. It's fine. And then uh, Zack Sabre Jr. being uh, You've Been Noticed for yes. Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh, fuck. I wish I could go, but I can't. Okay. Um, let's chat. AEW, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the card for Wembley? Yeah, let's talk about that. That's the big thing. We're almost there. Yeah, okay. So uh, let's see. Your main event for Wembley will be MJF, the world champ, against Adam Cole. Also announced is Will Ospreay against Chris Jericho. Uh, this just being a singles match, it doesn't seem like uh, Will's defending his uh, IWGP title. We have a stadium stampede match of Kingston, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Breda, along with Lucha Bros, Pentao Zero Mendo and Ray Phoenix, taking on Blackpool Combat Clubs, John Moxley, Claudio Casanoli, Will Ayuda, and three members to be announced. Uh, is mm. this where we see a returning shooter again? Oh, we could see that. Uh, I, I don't know who they bring in. It's, yeah, it's a bit interesting. Like, this is, oh man, this sucks that Pac's not going to be on this show, by the way. What happened? Because he's injured or whatever. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, well, like how J- Jamie Hayter's not going to be on this show because she's injured. Well, now that Pac's injured, maybe he can go home, sit down, fill in this paperwork, and get his fucking visa sorted. Like, what the fuck, man? It's been so long now. Sort his shit out. This is the whole reason, like, Pac has a total match, and I'm just like, well, I know the result of this. Yeah. And then, like, occasionally he does win it because you got to... Remember, like, in the past year or so, he's been trios champ and international champ. Mm, Or at the time, it was the All-Atlantic champ. So occasionally, he does surprise you, but then every time he defends a belt, it's like, all right, this has to be it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's that? He hasn't shown up for three weeks, so I guess Pac will be on Dynamite next week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and he's going to drop it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I... Trio's match of Golden Elite, Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page taking on Kanosuke Takeshita and Bullet Club Golds, uh, Juice Robinson and Jay White with Don Callis ringside. We have a tag match what of a weird, What a weird use of Kenny, by the way. I, I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, I'm going to get through all the matches and then I can yeah. sort of discuss where I like the pairings and where I don't. Uh, we have a tag match, a tag team coffin match, sorry, of Darby Allen and Sting taking on Mobile Embassies, AR Fox and Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana ringside. A payday for Prince Nana at Wembley. Okay. Uh, I'll discuss <laughs> this match last. So uh, jumping up, FTR, Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler, the defending 
World Tag Champs will take on Young Bucks, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. On the pre-show for the Ring of Honor Tag Titles, Aussie Open, Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher will face MJF and Adam Cole. Like, okay, sure. And the women's match that we fought for so long was going to be like Jamie Hayter versus Soraya. <laughs> How that fell apart is going to be defending champ, not Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida <laughs> versus Tony Storm versus Dr. Britt Baker versus Soraya. Um, where do you want to start with this card? Well, first of all, I just sent you a thing. Um, oh, Sting that's and, why it went ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sting and Darby showed up at AR Fox's wrestling school overnight oh, and yeah, beat, up, beat up AR Fox. I think that's hilarious. That's great. <laughs> like, imagine going to an indie show and there's, like, fucking 30 people there and then fucking, holy shit, Sting's here. <laughs> You just hear over the PA, someone's recorded um, Tony Schiavone saying, It's Steve! <laughs> <laughs> Sound um, like just hits play. I mean, it's pretty cool like, that Sting's on this card. Um, over, overall, like, uh, not feeling a lot of stuff on this card, hey? No. Um, so we have our world champ, MJF hey, Does Punk have a match? That's what I was just about to get to. So uh, I'm just going through the champs here. We have MJF defending against Adam Cole. International champ Orange Cassidy is in a stadium stampede match, so he's not defending. TNT champion Luchasaurus with Christian Cage isn't on this card. FTW champ Jack Perry isn't on this card. The real world champion, or as some people were calling it in the beginning, the AXW champion, CM Punk, isn't on this card. Although they've kind of announced what he's going to do because Samoa Joe challenged him to a match at Wembley. It just hasn't been made official yet. Yeah. Uh, tag champs FTR have a match. Trios champs House of Black, which I'm surprised given uh, Malachi Black is from Europe, haven't been announced for a match yet yeah that's weird uh, and then women's champ we've got Hikaru Shida in a four way and we've got the TBS champ Statlander isn't on the card Um. okay so like FTR and the Bucks should be a great match Darby and Sting against Strickland and Fox coffin tag match do both opponents have to go in a coffin or just one? Because if it's one, Fox is just there to take the fall by the looks. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm not sure how many people have to go in coffins. Like, yeah. if it's like an elimination thing, then in theory you could win the match but still get put in a coffin. <laughs> also true. Um, yeah. This has to be the time for Soraya to win, right? Oh, you almost have to, but also she is getting no reaction. I know. She's ice cold. The outcasts have just been terribly mishandled since Tony won the belt. Yeah. And they did this instead of a straight rematch or Tony 
gets a straight rematch the next week on TV. She loses, and then Soraya attacks her from behind. Can, can we talk about the qualifying matches for this yeah, fucking we did, match? We did a four-way where um Tony had a bye. So, what the fuck is the logic in the person that's not the champ getting automatically qualified into the women's title match at oh. the pay-per-view? But yeah. the women's champion has to qualify for the women's title match? What the fuck was that? That made no fucking sense. Yeah, since Jamie Hayter lost the title, as much as I like Tony Storm, I am trying to look at this unbiased, this women's, ta- uh, women's world title, sorry, division has been handled pretty poorly. And this is what I'm saying. Like, it almost feels like it's the same story across the board. Like, AEW, WWE, I'm not sure what's going on with the New Japan or Stardom divisions, but, but like... Stardom's pretty good because they've got Stardom's fine. as uh, as um, New Japan strong women's champ. And yeah. Impact, I'd say, is the same thing because they put the belt on um, Trinity. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, AEW's got a good women's champ, though. The only problem is she's cleaned through the entire division twice. Who? Um, Athena. Uh, Athena, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, <laughs> fuck, I feel like what I'm about to say is super controversial. NWA has the best women's champion in all of wrestling right now. Are we talking Camille? Yeah. The problem is no one fucking watches it to know. But in theory, she's the best built women's champion in the world right now. Outside of the um, specifically women's companies? Yeah. It'd be her and Athena one and two, yeah. And yeah. I'm only saying that because I don't watch NWA. Yeah, well, Camille's hit like 800-something days as women's champ. Um, she's The problem is it's the same thing as Athena. She's kind of cleaned out their division a couple of times over. Um, yeah. But, like, she's got it all. But the thing is, like, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, in two days. Yeah, there you go. And then you got like, okay, Rhea's a pretty good fucking champ, but she's not really doing anything. No, the she's past got... time she's not done anything really. No, no. And then like, yeah, okay. EO just won the belt, so it's too, too early to say anything about that. It's um, the best women's champ in WWE in developmental. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, and to be fair, by saying oh, a women's champ in developmental, that technically applies to two of their women's champs. Because Rhea's on fucking developmental every week. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. This four-way, no fucking interest. It's clear as fucking day that just Tony Khan just doesn't give a fuck about booking these women anymore. <laughs> and to be honest, 
I don't think he has given a fuck about booking him since Thunder Rosa and Britt anyway. <laughs> I don't think he gave a fuck about it before that, and I don't think he's given a fuck about it since that. Do you think he had a case of what happened to me during Fugs where he had this big, intricate match laid out, uh, Soraya versus uh, Jamie Hayter here, and Jamie got the long-term injury, and he went, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, where do I go? Uh, Tony, you'll be champ for a while. Oh, fuck, yeah. I need to get the belt off Tony before this pay-per-view. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hikaru, Just... you can have a short three, four-week reign with it. Just panic booking. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I think it is. Yeah, uh, and honestly, like, that's not... And this match isn't the thing that I'm most critical about on this card. Like, this card in general, like, when did matches start getting announced? Like, two weeks ago at most? Mainly this week. Yeah. Yeah, a lot has been in the past week. What the fuck, man? Like, and how many of these stories are long fucking term stories? One. What's that? MJF and Cole. It's been like a month and a bit. Two months, most. Well, that's the longest one you've got. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's a fucking long-term story by any stretch of the imagination, especially when they're on one show a week, mainly. Um, yeah, it's just like... We've known about Wembley for so fucking long, I feel like they could have fucking built something huge here. So, uh, go on. Instead, it's just fucking matches for the sake of matches. So, I agree with you there. I sent you this whilst I was sick. Like, full disclosure, humans, I had a cold. I was coughing a lot. Not really something you can stream on Twitch or record a podcast to when you're muting yeah. every 10 seconds. So, I sent you this idea. I'm like... You were saying, oh, I I recently went back and watched the old Wembley. I'm like, what happens if Orange Cassidy is holding on to this title to get to Wembley and he's going to defend it against Bulldog's son? Mm. Because Bulldog's son technically is, what, a free agent? Yeah. Fuck, that would have been good. Why is he not on this card? Like, Yeah. What if, actually, you know what? Go on, go on. Blackpool Combat Club, right? Yeah. That That's pretty much, hey, we're Bloodsport guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> they wrestle like Bloodsport guys. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. Is, who is one of the most well-built person, like, people on that Bloodsport oh, roster? Oh. Thatcher? Well, besides that, who is oh. on almost every Bloodsport card and always wins? Davy Boy Smith Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant someone else. No. But, but yes. they need mystery partners, right? Oh, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. I, I, just, I just don't know if, like, that's what you want from him in Wembley. But fuck that... You've really got me thinking that that would be so fucking cool if that happened. Anthony Agogo, Olympic medalist, not on this card, from the UK, medaled 
at the UK Games. Um, I'm just trying to have a look who else is like European on the uh, roster. All right, here's a hypothetical. Go on. If William Regal didn't leave AEW, would he have been in this match? Because it's Stadium Stampede. There's fucking smokes and smoke and mirrors in this. They could fucking work around it. As a farewell match, let's say Regal's Regal West and wrestling at Wembley. Yeah. I'd say yes. Yeah. Do you think Regal wrestling at Wembley? Imagine if that happened. Ah, fucking. Ah, I just wish Regal didn't leave. I feel like Regal left AEW and so did my interest. (laughs) I mean, that's a fair point. I'm just having a look through this roster and there's no one like Malachi Black, Trio's Champs. Surely they're going to give the Trio's Champs something. Like... This is is this the best use of Kenny Omega? No. In a stadium show. Is, is this even the best use for fucking Takeshita or Jay White? Jay fucking White. He was such a hot ass free agent and he's been doing nothing really. He's a fucking tag guy. Yeah. Um that's a Jay White's a fucking main event heel if you ever need one. And with CM Punk with his fake ass world title, this that's who Punk should be wrestling at this show. No offense, Samoa Joe, but oh my god, Shay. Oh, yeah, I've got another dog here for a bit, humans. <laughs> um, Shay. Alex's yeah, well, house is like turning into the home for wayward dogs. Yeah, I'm having yeah, yeah. a look at this. Yeah. Uh, w- my, my house is the dog equivalent of the NWA. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. where all the, the problematic dogs come to. <laughs> look at this. Look at this card. There is two singles matches, and you look at SummerSlam '92 WWF in Old Wembley. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight singles matches. Hang three on. Championship matches. Hang on. Um, yeah. Was Kamala versus Undertaker was at SummerSlam 92, right? Uh, hang on. I'm trying to look now. Uh, Undertaker and Kamala with Kim Chi. Was was that a casket match, or was their casket match at Survivor Series? I think their casket match is the next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because Taker came out in a hearse for SummerSlam '92. <laughs> um, so uh, Undertaker continued to feud. The two wrestlers faced again at Summer uh, Survivor Series '92 in a coffin match. Yeah, yeah. Which Undertaker won. Yeah, first, I got a little mixed up because I was like, hang on, because didn't Kamala and Taker have a coffin match? It was specifically called a coffin match around the time that they went to Wembley. Are they do? Have they done a coffin match at Wembley just because of Taker and Taker's sting? But uh, no, no, it's nothing like that. Um, 
Yeah, so I was thinking that they might have been paying a little tribute there. But looking at this uh, 92 SummerSlam card in hindsight, like excluding it's, the it's dark It's honestly matches, not a good card. Like Legion of Doom taking on Money Inc. in a tag match sounds all right. Uh, uh, natural if, disaster. If Hawk wasn't you know. completely drugged out of his brain on crack. Oh, he was too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And same thing said about the British Bulldog too. Um, but still, Bret Hart's just that fucking good. That match was still awesome. Yeah. Um, what what main events all in? MJF and Cole? Because... That's it's the only not... fucking decent built thing they have, and I don't even think it's that good. I don't okay. think I don't think MJF and Adam Cole is fucking eighty thousand people in a stadium main event worthy. Like, look, we've been on the podcast before. I've said I'm a huge fan of Adam Cole. This current feud is doing nothing for me, and if I'm Tony Khan. I'm putting Will Ospreay as the main event because he's English. Yeah, but here's the thing. He's Will, Os- heel. Will Ospreay's got a giant fucking albatross hanging around his neck for this show because he's wrestling 50-something-year-old Chris Jericho. Why did they put him with Jericho? Why not do the Kenny rematch here? Oh, there's so... All right. No, just pick a main event for All In that has star power, worthy of the main event, realistic, so I'm not saying pe- Punk versus Kenny. Just off the top of your head. Singles match, main event, doesn't need to be a title. What is the biggest possible match AEW could do with the people they have available to it? Kenny Osprey. Kenny Osprey's there. Um, Honestly, Punk MJF. Yeah. Double world title match. If you're going to do that straight away. Um, As I said before, Orange Cassidy and Bulldog's son. If you were going to sign Bulldog Jr., make him all elite in the press conference. Yeah. Have him Um, win the international title. You know, shades of his father. You can have Jim Ross on the call. Even though I don't think Jim Ross was in WWF no, at the time. He, he wasn't, but that's no. fine. That's fine. Um, thank you for pointing it out, because that would have just done my wrestling OCD completely nuts if but, I didn't um, say it. Um, it was, like, the TNT champion, like, you took it off Wardlow, who admittedly was doing nothing with it. You got this Christian Cage, um, which is and, a storyline. And I think it's good. I yeah. think the Christian Luchasaurus thing's good. We just but need to get fucking somewhere with it. We needed to get somewhere so we would have an opponent for Wembley. We don't. I, here's, I, here's the other thing. Like, go on. I feel like we're wasting a lot of TV time on stuff that isn't going to be featured on All In. Yeah. Like, like... The Christian Luchasaurus thing gets a substantial amount of TV time on Collision each week. Oh, yeah, the, I'm not really watching Collision. It's a good show, trust me. It but, is, but, but I it's work just, all day. Yeah, 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 that's fine. 
the fucking Jack Perry FTW shit is getting substantial time on Dynamite every week. Yeah, Jerry Lynn! Jerry Lynn! Fucking RVD came out to walk by Pantera. That was fucking sick. Should have done that at Wembley. Uh, <laughs> that is a good point. You should have saved that. Why the fuck Wembley. did that happen on Dynamite and not at Wembley? Where's like, Rob Van Dam from? Battle Creek, Michigan. But that, it doesn't fucking... No. Okay, well then, no, that's stupid. Yeah, there's... You didn't have to announce Jack Perry facing anyone. You just could have said, like, Jack Perry... You could have just done what they did. Like, Jerry Lynn comes out next... At All In, you're facing someone that I know very well. And that's it. And everyone is thinking it's going to be RVD, but you don't know for sure. You play Walk by Pantera in a stadium full of 80,000 people. Fuck me. And Jack Perry and RVD was a great match. Yeah. Honestly, it was really good. RVD can still fucking go. I don't know how he does this shit still, but he's still really good. And... And by the way, WWE have had him under a Legends deal for ages and have done fucking nothing with him while he's sitting there still capable of this. The only Fuck thing I remember me. them doing with him was reading out draft picks with his sunglasses on. Yeah, reading out the draft picks with the card upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Commit to the gimmick, brother. Whatever <laughs> happened to Katie Ford? For fuck's sake. Oh. No. 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 Katie Ford is all elite. Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, they could have when Randy got injured. When Randy got injured, they could have just been like, I got a new partner, bro. Well, yes. <laughs> And, and you're, you're fucking, like, protecting Rob in that way, too, because he is still old, even though he can still go. You can protect him in a tag team a little bit. Fucking. Oh, oh um, man. Anyway. Card, I think, can be summed up in one word. On paper. Disappointing. I mean, I'm sure it's still going to be a good show. I'm positive it's going to be a good show. I'm wanting it to be a good show. I need it to be a good show because this could be fucking AEW's ROH at Madison Square Garden moment. <laughs> Do you think if this does well, they'll look at AEW Australia? Yes. Oh, by the way, apparently, if you've got pay TV, you yeah. can watch all in live on ASPN. Yeah, but they cut twins during the pay-per-view. Yeah, but you don't have to pay for it, so that's cool. Um, I just wonder, this is what I'm worried about. Yeah. If, if they're airing it in some places on TV where there will be ads, are we getting AEW doing the WWE thing of extensive video packages between matches? Maybe. Yeah, so fuck. Um, 
Man, th- there's ah, oh, I'm just so shitty about like okay, FTR Young Bucks. That's a big match, but honestly, swap the Young Bucks with Kenny and Coda, and then everything's fresh again. Golden Lovers versus FTR. Golden Lovers having a tag run in AEW. Yeah. Golden Lovers versus the Hardys. Yeah, and then you got the Hung Bucks, former uh, Ring of Honor six-man champs. Yeah. Um, Versus, whatchamacallit, but also, also, this should have been fucking House of Black. This should have been House of Black. Yeah, it's... I don't know. We'll see how it goes in the next two weeks, but I don't have high hopes for anything else popping up. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Does Gold- eight, what, what happened? What happened to all the fucking Goldberg rumors, by the way? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Goldberg a part of the Blackpool Combat Club? <laughs> no. I don't know. Does John Moxley like him? Well, do you remember fucking Goldberg and Regal having heat and Regal shooting on Goldberg on an episode of Nitro? No. Yeah, it happened. Oh. Mm. Yeah, they had a match and Regal fucking just shoot, just um, yeah, was shooting on Goldberg the whole time. Um, Is there like we oh. already know the announced main event? is going to be MJF Adam Cole. You asked me before to make a better main event. Do you think you could make a better main event? With, like, everyone who's currently available and from sister New Japan promotion? Yeah. Yeah, I could. Easy. And it's as simple as either Punk MJF or... MJF Kenny, if you're staying in-house. Yeah. You just look at who's some of your biggest names, put them together. Um, yeah, the Kenny Osprey thing could have been big. Fucking Kenny Omega Okada. Fucking Punk Okada. Um, Tanahashi? That was supposed to happen last year. Yeah, I'd, don't want to see Tanahashi wrestle again. He's done. Okay. He's cooked. Um, <laughs> oh, I know who you could have good... got. You could have got real one. <laughs> Did you see this? Enzo no. announced for Junior All-Star Festival USA 2023. What the fuck is that? Uh, new, like how New Japan had the Super J Cup, mm. but now it's like All Star Junior Festival in America. Uh, so where is it? It's a real one, Enzo. You have Enzo in this tournament with the likes of Robbie Eagles and Master Watto. Uh. I don't know. I, I mean, think... I, I mean, Enzo is the best, had the best uh, purple cruiserweight title belt run. 
Disagree. Fuck off, buddy. Without bias, <laughs> Enzo's run was a lot better. Yeah, yeah, because he actually got allowed to be on Raw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had stories. But Buddies was good, but he just had matches with no stories. Yeah. Look. But uh, also, en- Enzo was not capable of doing that, <laughs> getting <laughs> over on just matches. So that's the other side of that. Cheeseburger back in action. That'll be good. Good for uh, him. Yeah. Uh, all in. Very disappointed with this announcement. Yeah. The the women's tournament qualifiers. Tony Storm got a bye because she exercised her championship rematch clause. <laughs> but Hikaru Shida, the champion, <laughs> had to defend against Anna J. So in kayfabe. If Hikaru Shida lost to Anna Jay, Anna Jay would be defending the title at Wembley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soraya bet Sky Blue, and the internet went mad, and Dr. Britt Baker defeated the bunny. I mean... I thought... every, every single one of those qualifying matches, by the way, it was blatantly obvious who was winning. Yes. But um, more to the point, once... Uh, Jade lost the TBS title. I oh thought, my god! I, I thought, forgot about that belt. Yeah, I thought I thought we'd see a bit more um, of that championship being used uh, with more women's matches. Maybe a, like a women's open challenge a bit, since Jade held onto it for so long under Statlander. But where's Statlander been? Probably Collision. I don't watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, you're right. right. That's where she's been. Um, by the way, rumours that Jade's possibly done with AEW? Like going elsewhere or done with wrestling? Like just done with AEW. Don't know if she's going to go elsewhere, but there's a possibility she might not come back. Well, that was a huge fucking waste of time, man. Well, I they still got the payoff that they wanted, someone finally beating her. But <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> um, if I was Triple H, I'd be backing up a truck full of money right now. Does she go for a de- developmental? No. She should. She should, but no. No. There's too... There's too much name value there. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, I guess that's it. Oh, what's his name? Made his debut. Nick Wayne. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. <laughs> Just another skinny white guy that does flips. Cool. Um, he's good. He's good. He's young too. Yeah. There's a bit of like early Osprey to him. Um, I, uh, do we need to talk about Punk's backstage comments about how Hangman's a peg warmer? I mean, it's true. 
It's a hundred percent true. Are you saying you don't have a Hangman Adam Page action? No, no. But the problem is in con that he's set it out of context. There's a Hangman Page action figure where Hangman's in his jeans and cowboy shirt, holding like a jug of beer. Yeah. It it doesn't sell very well. Oh. Because historically speaking. Wrestlers not in wrestling gear doesn't sell very well. Oh, okay. The only times that they did sell really well was in the Attitude Era. Trust me, I had a lot of Stone Cold Steve Austin in jean shorts. Oh, okay. <laughs> you you would have too. You've got a fucking X-Pac in jeans. What are you talking about? <laughs> X-Pac isn't in jeans. I do not know what you mean. You don't have the X fucking jeans, or is he in his ring gear? Oh, he's in jeans. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, it's X fucking jeans. Like, yeah. But this hangman in his, as I would say, his civvies, his civilian attire, it does not sell very well. And that's a fact. Punk stated the truth there. Also, the other thing is that apparently Punk went off with Jack Perry because Jack Perry wanted to use shoot glass in a segment. And he said that Jack Perry, that's dumb. You're going to get yourself hurt. And apparently Punk's got hate for holding back Jack Perry. But, hey, he's kind of got a point. Isn't this the same thing we've fucking, like, torn Goldberg to shreds about for years? For wanting to say, yeah, literally, because he wanted to use shoot glass in a segment. Was that the one in the the car doors? Mm-hmm. Fucking idiot! Oh, yeah. the pot fell out of my arm. Oh, guess it's live TV. I got to keep going. Yeah, and then he had to go away for a few months because he fucking tore his arm to shreds. Was and that at the every? every story that they were trying to... No, this was after the streak was ended, but they were, like, building up, like, Goldberg's redemption arc. And that was the whole reason NWO 2000 got put together, which was that fantastic NWO time where it was Bret Hart as champ, Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, ain't he great? Uh, This weekend... No, next week, uh, NXT, there'll be a mixed tag match of Rhea and Dom versus Leia, Valkyria, and Dragon Lee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, AEW's just not doing, doing it for me anymore. I don't know, man. WWE... Ugh, I'm now that they're trying to go the bloodline route with the judgment day, like they're trying to do the quote unquote, this is cinema thing with the judgment day now. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about that either. Um, wrestling's just not doing it for me right now and this in theory is the time where wrestling needs to be at its hottest yeah yeah it does uh i suppose last little thing closing off here tomorrow 
the final match of the Edge? Question mark. Yeah, and there's fucking so many rumors going around. Like Meltzer saying, "Ah, oh, no, no, it was fucking Dax Harwood that said something like." Uh, the possibility of Edge doing an Edge and Christian versus FTR match in AEW isn't as impossible as you think. Yeah. Um, but they should have fucking left a space open for him at all in. Actually, his contract's up. Yeah. Would he have no compete? No, if the contract's up, he can go anywhere. That's what happened with Adam Cole. If you recall, like Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um that's what happened with Malachi Black too. No, no, Malachi was a release, don't worry. But the Adam Cole thing was a contract expire thing and then like a week later he shows up at all out. Um We've also got to keep in mind, <laughs> as fucking ridiculous as it sounds, a week after All In is All Out. Yeah, it's stupid. And, okay, we're now just starting the build to All In. And we're a couple of weeks out. But now, what does that mean? They're going to build All Out in a week? In, like, one episode of Dynamite, one episode of Collision, I guess, build it with a few things at All In as well. So the but... I'm looking now at the All Out. The only thing announced is Luchasaurus will defend the TNT title against Darby. Like, what? I'm sure that'll be I a don't fine... even remember that being announced. Uh, because Darby won the Rampage Royale. I didn't realize that was for all out. Okay, there you go. Um, I'm like, I'm sure that'll be a great match, but Darby's been in that division so many times and a champ so many times. It's like, can we give somebody else a turn? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to see Darby Allen as TNT champ. I'd rather see him as if you're not going to put a world title on him, which I don't think he's ready for. Although I will say lately. Since the Four Pillars feud, Darby Allen has gotten so good at promos. His promos have been getting really good. I'd say Darby is the best of the three challengers from that match since then. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Man, Sammy's just dropped off a cliff. Um, Oh, the stuff with him and Guevara against Jericho. Jesus fucking Christ. um, And Jungle Boy's done a bit in the past month when he actually turned his character to just Jack Perry. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, That's gotten better. Um, Yeah, I expect uh, the JAS falling apart thing, I I think you just go, fuck it, Garcia, join the Blackpool Combat Club as one of the three mystery guys. Yeah, because he should have fucking been a member of the Blackpool Combat Club a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know how they save him without sending him away for a while, though. Yeah, um, Guevara, on the other hand, 
send him to Ring of Honor. <laughs> send him to Ring of Honor. Have him fucking, I don't know. Give Three him shit. a fa- give him a face run and let him beat Joe or some shit for the TV title. I don't know. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Is it that obvious that it's raining here, by the way? Can you hear it? (laughs) Just a smidgen. Fuck. Okay. Um, It's really cold. It's probably going to be muddy at the footy tomorrow. Oh, God. But when it's muddy, that means everyone else is slowed down, so that'll that'll be nice. That'll be good. Yeah, be sure (laughs) to send us an update. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you don't hear from me, I probably died. Um... Nah, oh god, oh god, what have I done? <laughs> it's, it's my last ride, man. This is my, this is literally gonna be the last time I ever play footy. This is my retirement. You say that until I'm, I'm down there next year and we both get yeah. roped into playing twos. Although I think there's a good chance. I, I will say this: this is the last time I ever play for Rutherglen. A hundred percent. I think there's a chance I'll play for Koryong next year. Traitor. <laughs> well, bring back the feds. I'll play for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring them back, Oggy. Uh, okay. Bring them back. Um, anyway, as as Terry Funk once said, it's my last match. It's my last match. You got to be there. You got to be there. Axel will take off his boots and leave him in the middle of the uh, center square. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is the go with this Billy Gunn thing and the claimed? <laughs> he wants to retire, but they don't want him to. I, I honestly don't care. Yeah. Is is leaving the boots a thing in footy? <laughs> um... Not as much, but I've seen people like take their boots off, tie them up, and just hang them around their neck. Uh, I'm going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to do that tomorrow. Okay. I'll have to take my socks off, though. I hate having wet socks. <laughs> It'll be fine. You'll have clean socks in the footy bag. Yeah, yeah. Or you're one of those people who just wears the footy socks all day. No, nah, I wear the footy socks to the game. And then during the game, and then I change socks afterwards. Ah, good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not a heathen now. Come on. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, this is all because I couldn't make it to past players' day last week, and I was like, "All right, I'll make it up to you." <laughs> <laughs> it would have been easy to go to past players' day. I should have just fucking gone, but uh, I had to be busy. But, but technically, I couldn't have gone because I'm not a past player anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not right now, you're not. Uh, I'm the future, and the future is tomorrow. Then I'm the past. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah. So this is uh, my Terry Funk retirement from beyond the mat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get Missy out there video documenting you yeah. all day. Yeah, well, we we need um, film Krusty just jumping up on a trampoline talking about being the umpire. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, so, during the past six weeks, uh, have any developments happened with your other podcast? 
No, no, I, I think that's pretty much done. I think uh, it's done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's done, unfortunately. No, I, I haven't heard from any of them. Uh, <laughs> so there's, there's no heat, I don't think. But, yeah, I just think life just happens sometimes. Um, so I'm just going to say that's done for now. That chapter's done. This was always my number one priority. This was always my number one priority. I have started writing some stuff for Fugs again, humans, so get ready. Oh, dear God, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've gotten... Because I I started doing some storylines that were really relevant to, like, a year and a half ago, but that aren't that relevant now. Oh. Eh, It'll still work. So I'm rewriting a couple of things so it makes a bit more sense. And, you know, I like to make fun of current wrestling in my bug stuff by doing certain gimmicks or angles or stuff like that. So I'm doing that. Um, oh, my God, this rain. I'm yeah. not even outside. Well, then send some this way. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I don't think I'm going to be walking the dogs today. Jesus Christ, this rain. You've got a home treadmill. Just put them on that one at a time. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, by the way, (laughs) did you you ever get the Fight Forever game? Not yet, no. Uh... I didn't either. I didn't oh. hear great things about it. Oh. Um, and anyone I know that got it, like, played it for, like, two days and never played it again. Talking oh. about you, Ryan. Um, <laughs> here's one of them. Um, yeah, like, man, that's disappointing, right? Yeah. I've seen something do. AW mobile game app going around. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, well, that's good. You've got a bit going on. Uh, I'm back to streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Chris Wonder. Come say hi when my internet has good connection. <laughs> uh, other than that, yeah, just podcasting with Alex. Not really doing much. I suppose uh, this is the part where we do the things. Yeah, at Fruity's Alex on t- X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Um, yeah, yeah at, gonna... Fruity's Al- at Fruity's Alex on anything. Fuck it, I'll just say that. And at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on, yeah, social media. <laughs> <laughs> on X. On on. on on X, fuck the, <laughs> I, I'm saying Twitter. Fuck this shit. At Wrestle Oz Style with an AUS on Twitter. Uh, search up Wrestling Oz Style on Facebook, and you can find Chris at at, uh, at I'm Chris Funder on X slash Twitter slash Elon's a stupid idiot who won't let me post links to my own Twitch page on his social media. Fuck you. 
But if you want to come watch me on Twitch, twitch.tv, you can go back and listen to the Wrestling All-Star archive for free on uh, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or using the RSS feed found the show notes below for your podcast of choice, including Apple and occasional content on YouTube. Nothing left to say, but g'day, and we'll speak to you next time. I'm so scared about tomorrow. <laughs> I just got a message off Eliza and she goes, why the fuck am I finding out you're playing footy from someone else? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're on the couch tonight with your seven dogs. And I said to her, remember the last time I came back, you said you didn't want me to play again. Well... I just wanted you to think I wasn't. <laughs> she goes, all right, you can play. And I said, I wasn't asking for permission, Eliza. And she goes, well, you can play, but if you get hurt, I never want to hear you say a fucking thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And she's like, is there any way you can play without getting hurt? And I said, I don't have the skill to play without getting hurt, Eliza. So the only way I can play without getting hurt is for me to just try to stay away from the ball as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good strategy. For a forward pocket, yeah, not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> just get the coach to switch you onto the wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she's more about me running and tearing a quad or something stupid. Because, to be honest, now, Chris, we're in, we're basically in our mid thirties. <laughs> Stop reminding me. We shouldn't be doing sport anymore. I, I'm a bowler. I've got to protect my fucking bowling arm tomorrow. Fuck. Just be ambidextrous and use your other one. Yeah. Oh, my God. So if there's any humans in the Budonga area, Les Cheesley Oval, Saturday, 12 o'clock.
I'm back, baby. Oh, goodness. And that was the last time I ever heard from Alex. <laughs> Eliza said to me, if you get a fucking concussion, I'm not speaking you to speaking to you for a week. Well, that's simple. Don't get concussed. Yeah, it's easy. She goes, she also said, is there any way you can buy one of those helmets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I shouldn't have made her binge all of the Dark Side of the Ring episodes recently. So, because she, she loves documentaries. It's my one way to get her to watch wrestling content. Is I'll turn the territory next week. <laughs> so she obviously recently watched a particular episode of Dark Side of the Ring, which focused heavily on concussions. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she's like, and I've told her in the past, yes, I've had... A few. I've had a fair few from when I played because I was too stupid and I went headfirst in every contest. Didn't we? Um, yeah, exactly. We didn't. We don't know better. We think, oh, I'll just be fine. We didn't know about concussion back then. No, no. That, that's what all the old wrestlers say. So why can't we? Um, yeah. So I, I, I would just go in every footy game and just cop an unprotected chair shot to the head. It's fine. Um, yeah, so she's really paranoid about me hurting my head. <laughs> I said, maybe I'll knock some sense into myself. Who knows? Uh, anyway, it's been good catching up with you. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. No, not again. Don't sing it. 